0: Oh shoot, what's going on? Hey. No. Oh
1: there we Hello. go. All right. Sweet. Perfect. It looked like it froze there for a sec. Yeah, I don't
0: know what's going on. Oh there we go. I should be good now.
1: All right, awesome. So how are how are things there with the uh, the coronavirus?
0: Uh it's I mean I am assuming it's the same as it is everywhere. It's just kinda quiet, you know. Um you know grocery stores is all empty and well starting to slowly fill back up but it's kind of the same as it is everywhere i'm assuming everyone saying the same thing about it
1: yeah i'm in uh, i'm in canada and same sort of thing we're all on lockdown and everything's closed but the grocery stores so uh, yeah I'm unusual is
0: probably even worse there huh
1: well the uh they locked down pretty soon like they're pretty early like uh the yeah the prime minister locked it down uh, pretty much the second the first case hit North America. Um, so we, uh, we lucked out there where you close the borders pretty early on. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they take it seriously. Like we get fined if we're on the street with more than uh, five people. So like they're, they're cracking yeah. down on it. So I think that's the problem. Of- uh,
0: that's how it is in Hawaii. My mom was just telling me about it. She's like, they're, they're finding people like five grand for so- just for being on the beach.
1: Jeez. I mean, how can you be in Hawaii and not be on the beach?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, you're so you're not you're not in Hawaii now, right? You're uh I'm in California right now. California? Yeah, yeah California's crazy it's right bad. now too.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like I've heard some people telling me stories about like a lady he was actually told me the other day she was and like some guy broke a broke a bottle in there fighting over some groceries and stabbed the dude
1: that's crazy I, I was like well
0: welcome to america
1: <laughs> crazy times uh so you're uh you're you're training out of uh, vegas right at extreme couture uh, is that is that correct i'm
0: actually training out of um csa combat sports academy in um in dublin right now so i'm kind of back and forth i train over in at vegas and extreme um kind of like i'm probably there every two months or so well, I'm trying to I'm trying to make way between both it's just um I've been trying to get a little more technique work that uh c s a focuses on more than um than extreme extreme is really good for my live rounds and I got a lot of push from the guys there so I've just been trying to pick different coaches' brains, you know
1: Yeah, yeah I find the more the more more people the more you can learn from right so
0: yeah yeah, I mean, yeah so that's, how that's it? The, that's the rule of thumb being a martial artist you know is you once you stop learning you can't be great
1: yeah how was uh so how was competing in Hawaii I, mean, I think that is that the first time you've competed there
0: yeah oh well like, I I did my amateur career most of my amateur career out there um and then yeah I'd had since I moved away I haven't fought in Hawaii since that that Bellis work card so it was like a it was a homecoming for me it was really cool um I wish I got to fight on the night that uh All like my friends were on and like the big the Lima card, you know. I got to fight the first night, so it wasn't as packed house with Hawaii people as I hoped it would be. Like I would have probably at least sold close to you know five, six, seven hundred tickets at least. You know, if it was the second night.
1: Yeah, because it was. Yeah, there were two two cards, right? One on like uh, was it Friday and Saturday or Saturday? Yeah,
0: Yeah, Friday, Friday, Saturday. So I was on the support our troops card. How did you?
1: what would you say to, like, because the UFC has been, like, for example, UFC has been hesitant to go to Hawaii. Obviously, like, guys like Holloway and uh, uh, Tavares have been, like, you got to go, you got to go. What what would, like, if you had to give a pitch to to these big organizations like Bellator or UFC, what would the pitch be to uh, sell them on the fans?
0: Shoot, I mean, like, it's fighting pride in Hawaii. It's like Ireland, man, you know, where obviously we're much smaller, but – like you're, you're going to expect a crowd that's going to go crazy in there, especially if you get someone like Max and, and Brad Tavares and uh, Maki Pitolo, like all guys that I'm close with and I trained with that will pack the house. And like peop- like Hawaii supports their their athletes like, like how a nation would support their athlete, like how Ireland would support Connor. You know, it's you can't expect a, an environment that's not going to light up.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Hawaii's. I mean, it's also a dream destination. Like, I it's always been there, bucket list for me. Never made the move, but uh, yeah. I, I mean, it. I feel like it's only a matter of time before these big. Org- I mean, obviously Bellator just went, but uh, I think it's only a matter of time before UFC, because uh, UFC's got a handful of them, right? So they could easily, yeah. um, easily they put on put a card their there.
0: Their card, like it'll be like those New Zealand and Australia cards, you know, like they. They're, they're not going to have to spend a lot of money to fly a bunch of Hawaii fighters into Hawaii to fight an outside guy. You know, like you got, you already got Maki Pitolo, uh, Max Holloway, both already there. So that's two flights or two travels, two guys that you don't have to pay for travels, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think re- it's really cheap there from California to Hawaii, too. It's not far either. So it's not it's like expensive. it's expensive.
0: A- it's actually quite expensive to go to Hawaii. I think that's that was one of the, um, one of the issues with me fighting, I wanted to get on the Bellator card, not last year, but the year before when they did it, and uh, part of it was because they didn't, they were kind of hesitant with paying for a bunch of the uh, athletes, you know, like they kind of tried to stack the card with a bunch of Hawaii guys, so, and I was a Hawaii guy that kind of didn't make my name for myself yet, you know, so, yeah. and they would have to pay to fly me home, so, it was like, ah. Uh, it it could be a win lose situation, but I understand it. You know, you gotta make money either way.
1: Yeah, yeah. What? Um, so you've had? I'm looking here. Did you only have the one amateur fight?
0: I've had multiple. It's a lot of them wasn't wasn't sanctioned. Like, so oh, okay. I had a bunch of kickboxing matches, and then like um, like the only one that was sanctioned was like my king of the cage fight back in Vegas, and it happened to be a draw. So. It was hard for me to actually make my pro debut because they were like, "Oh, this guy has no amateur record," you know. But it's it took me almost a year and maybe a year and a half at least to make my pro debut. But a lot of a lot of sparring video had came up on me, and that's what I used to kind of get my pro debut.
1: Well, I mean, four four wins in a row, all by first round finish. Not uh, not a bad way to start your uh, your pro career. Yeah, um, yeah. I
0: mean, it I had to kind of make a bang, you know. It, uh, I was waiting for it for a long time to really make that first, de- my debut. And I, I made sure that I, you know, I got paid for what I was worth. You know, I was like telling them, Hey, you're going to get a good fight. So it's worth paying me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it was
0: all my word of mouth, you know?
1: Yeah. What's, what's next for you? Do you, uh, do you have an idea of what, uh, when your return is? Do you have, a uh, any nagging injuries that are need to be healed up or,
0: um, nah, I mean like any fighter, we all got injuries, but just, Right now, especially with the whole lockdown it's kind of it's like a giving in a curse you know it's giving me a chance to let those little bumps and bruises that hasn't fully healed kind of you know take that extra twenty percent to real um to heal up or whatever it is and i'm hope I was really hoping to get on the San Jose card that they had um may was it May 9th or something like that uh here it was here in San Jose, so that wasn't gonna happen since i so I was told um
1: yeah, it got canceled, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah that got pushed. Uh, and I was looking at <clears throat> end of May, but in Temecula, May 29th, I think they had. But they announced the um, the Chandler-Ben ben, ben Henderson card yeah, June 6th, June 6th yeah. in Chicago. And I was like, ooh, I really want to get on that. So I was really pushing for that. And since this whole thing came up with the pandemic, I was just like, ah, until i hear something then
1: yeah from a from a a fighter's perspective i mean obviously a lot of guys have been saying like i'll fight it doesn't matter from a fighter's perspective what are what are some of the things you have to consider i mean obviously the payday is on the line right like anyone would take it a payday but training is not going to be as great as it would be um what would it take i guess from a fighter's perspective to say you know what yeah i'll fight or is it just Uh i'm a fighter i'll do it doesn't matter it's, it's
0: it can go it goes both ways um like i'm one of those guys as well that i'll be like ah, i'll fight like i made my four my four fights of my since i've started pro like i haven't had a full camp yet you know uh, all my fights were on three and a half four and a half weeks notice um i like to start at six weeks but i'm also one of those people i stay ready as much as i can year round so that if something comes up and they're like hey you want to fight next week and i'm like yeah, we're good. Let's go. Like, I'm down. I'm always down. I'm always down for a paycheck, and I'm always down for a scram. I'm not going to really back down, but that's. it's also one of those things where you got to listen to your coaches and your management life. They tell you that you shouldn't take this fight for whatever reason it is. You should listen, you know, they because they care about you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you had one fight, I mean, obviously you've had four fights that were all impressive. I watched the one against Marco Sanchez. That head kick was beautiful is there one that you're like if you're uh, looking at uh, like if if someone's saying I' you know I'm not really familiar with them what what fight should you what fight would you recommend they watch to get an idea of your style the way you fight
0: mm-hmm. I would say it was my last fight um that body kick against uh shoot I forgot his name already Mike uh,
1: Mike Jones Mike
0: Mike Jones yeah <laughs> Yeah, Mike Jones. How do you forget that name? Um, I would say that would be the fight that, if you really want to watch me, that would be the one. Because it, well, one, that was my longest fight to date. Um, I I thought I was going to go in there and probably finish the fight a lot quicker, to be honest. Um, I remember probably after I landed the first couple good shots. Actually, when I rocked him with that Superman punch in the beginning, that hard one too, uh, and then he, he didn't go down, I was like, I was like, dang, I might actually be in for a scrap tonight, you know? Like, he, my whole facial expression—if he was there to see the fight, like up close, like my corner—they—they seen my the look on my face go from, ooh, we actually might have a scrap tonight, you know? And that was one of those I was actually happy because I—I kind of went in there. I was like, oh, I'm gonna finish this quick, and then sure enough, like I think it was about a minute after I thought that I was—I finished the fight, but it it's you can see a difference in how I can change tempo and I can go from you know throwing bombs to just peppering a bit and finding my openings and sure enough I found openings as, as soon as I got patient.
1: I think that's the the one the one thing I like most about Hawaiian fighters. Um like guys for example like you, like Max Holloway, like Brad Tavares, like Yancey it's always just tough. You, you yeah. know, anytime if if you know if you're a fighter and any of the you have a Hawaiian fighter opposite you, you know you're in for a rough, a rough night. It's not yeah. gonna. Be... Oh, okay. And that's if if you're selling Hawaii, if you're trying to sell Hawaii to a big organization, it's like you you know you're gonna have a full night of bang banging fights. It's not gonna be you know they're they're not tapping out. They're not gonna you're in for for wars every time you see Hawaiian fight. BJ Penn is a great example of it. Like yeah. you know, he set the he set the tone and I think all Hawaiian fighters have kind of picked up and uh kind of try to make him proud in that in that sense where they're all tough. Uh, yeah. I have yet to see a Hawaiian fighter not that's not tough.
0: Yeah. So it's it's like it's that warrior mindset we all have, you know, um like growing up it was like our parents didn't I, I wouldn't say most parents or any parents I came across never was like, you better not get into fights or like like calling us wussies if if we out damn we got called wussies if if we didn't want to fight, you know? Like and to us it was the one thing about Hoyt is everyone's everybody wants to be chief. So it's like it was you you scrap or you're not you're not down, you're not a warrior, you know. And like I've had a lot of street fights because I always kind of in the back of my head, I was like, ah, I'm not going to bow down to this guy, you know? And we kind of grew up with that mentality. So going into the cage and actually being able to do it professionally and, and, and get paid for it. It's like, it's, it's like a whole A-boy's dream come true. You get to get paid to be the chief, you know, it's, it's, yeah, you get paid to do. Yeah.
1: You'd, you'd be doing the exact same thing even without a paycheck. So may as well get paid. Yeah. For it. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say being a street fighter is a good, <laughs> it's a good thing. Like I, if i have kids i'm going like hey stay stay away from street fights please you know but it's it's kind of just how we grew up it's the mentality we kind of we got we want to be strong we want to represent hawaii in with that fighter mindset and that's kind of how we do it for his wife, for especially bj you know
1: yeah what um i guess what kind of went through your parents mind when you're like you know what i want to be a cage fighter i can't imagine i mean as a canadian uh <laughs> you know I, I mean, I have Spanish parents, but I can't imagine yeah. if I went up to them saying, you know what, I think I'm just going to fight. Uh, I feel like I'd be kicked out. Like, I don't think. <laughs> gonna, uh, so, I guess, how do they take it? And what would you recommend to, like, parents, I guess, whose kids have an interest in, in martial arts? Um, I would say, like,
0: my, well, my mom, she kind of, she didn't approve of me. Wait, back that up, actually. I started training with my cousins a couple of times and I came home with the black, black eye, maybe two or three times in the first month. You know, like as soon as it came, went away, it came back. My mom was like, Oh, why are you training with your friends? And why do you want to do this? Like, I didn't even ask. I actually just started training and it was kind of fun. It was one of those things I did on the side of football and I was staying in shape and stuff. And, um, so my mom really kind of never said, no, or she said you know she didn't really support or whatever it was it was like she was like eh, i don't know how i feel about you doing this but never said anything you know like i was always a good kid i i did what i had to do around the house and she, so she never really told me what to do you know um but it's like if if i was a parent um if it was like if i had a young kid you know that wanted to do it at seven eight nine years old I'd be like, no, like you're too young to be getting punched in the head. You know, it's 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 not safe on your brain. But at the same time, you kind of gotta support your kid. You know, you, you su- if you don't support your kids, that's how you how they start resenting you a little bit or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, and I do feel like I, if, I feel like if your kid wants to be a <laughs> fighter, regardless of whether or not they have your approval, they're gonna find a way to do it.
0: Yeah, at some point you can do it, and at some point they turn eighteen and they can do whatever they want anyway. <laughs> exactly. You know? um, Yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things where I appreciate that my mom kind of never said, told me what to do, because I kind of found my way on my own to where it was like, fighting found me actually too. So it was one of those things where I only did it just to stay in shape. I never thought I was going to be a pro fighter. At one point, I don't really think about it. I not really, I wouldn't say there was a time where I was like, I want to be a pro fighter. It kind of just happened, you know, and I I grew up playing football so I always had to feel like I had to feed my competitive edge somehow and fighting ended up being being the thing that found me
1: is um I mean I've I've seen videos and I've heard people talk about it (coughs) guys like Max Holloway and guys like BJ Penn are they like legends on the island or is it on the islands or is it just like like did you grow up Mm -hmm. idolizing BJ Penn is that someone that you know if everyone grew up admiring um it's uh,
0: that's kind of tough i would say like well because for me i'm not really one of those where i'll um, i'll idolize someone just because they're on tv or whatever it is yeah. but you do give them the respect like hawaii hawaii people really pride themselves on respecting others you know it's our culture and um you know like running into bj like we would go out of our way to shake, shake their hand and be like, hey, right on, man, and, you know, walk away. And that's it. That's just paying our respects. So, <clears throat> you know, I see Max, and I see if I've come across BJ, it's like I give him the respect they deserve, and I acknowledge him just because that's just how I was raised, you know. And some people maybe, maybe do kind of idolize them, get all starstruck, you know. But, you know, for me, it was always, hey, just... They, they they deserve respect, and I always gave them that whenever I did come across them.
1: Yeah, I've, I have a couple of Hawaiian friends, and that's one of the things they said. And I, I'm Spanish. You don't really find it in Canada and the United States as much where, you know, that, that level of respect is carried out to no matter who you speak, unless, obviously, yeah. they ruin it. But, for example, someone who's older than me always has my respect. And I find yeah. people, places like Hawaii, places like Spain, and I find this the smaller the place of hawaii the more respect that they instill um in their kids and and and, I, and the more they practice it and that's one of the, the big things i i've always i've always wanted to go to hawaii not just because of the beaches and you know all that it was always about uh, getting to meet the people and getting to embrace myself and their culture um and hawaii's always been on top of my list uh for that reason yeah yeah um, and I guess there's some for some non-MMA content for uh what what are you doing in your uh your free time here? Like any Netflix suggestions? Are you, oh. you watching movies? What's
0: Yeah, uh so me and Jesse, we've been um we've been just trying to find stuff. So lately we've been kinda on like uh on the Disney Plus app. We've been watching a whole bunch of like old old Pixar movies and stuff like we just got them watching um Small Soldiers and like we watch Finding Nemo and stuff like just finding old stuff that we haven't really watched. It's not stuff you watch over and over again, but we've just been watching a whole bunch of old movies like Toy Story and all, all that stuff. But um, we just got done watching uh, Dracula, that three part series that just came out. That was good. I actually enjoyed that. Um, we're trying to find a TV show to watch at the moment. Have
1: you watched Tiger King yet?
0: Oh, actually yeah, we just finished that too. She finished that yesterday. I got bored about three episodes <laughs> in like it kind of just ended up feeling like it was a lot of back and forth stuff. I was like, "Ah, I'm over this already." <laughs> but yeah, she
1: finished, not- she's
0: she's one of those where she's like, "Uh, I started, I got to finish it." But Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's not for everybody. I I loved it, um, but uh yeah, it's it's 100% not for anybody. Everybody. Yeah, uh, no, it
0: was good. I I wouldn't say it was it wasn't good, like it was it was good, good to where, like, when I did watch, it was like, ah, oh, I'm stuck on a TV, like, blocking out. She's talking to me. I'm like, huh, what? Like, but I, it was one of those where it was background background noise for me, and I was watching it and watching looking stuff on my, on my phone at the same time. So it was cool. I liked it.
1: And I guess uh, since there's not a whole lot of MMA going on right now, uh, but uh, there, there is one card that potentially could happen. Uh what do you, if it does happen and the main event stays intact, mm-hmm. who do you got? Khabib or, or Tony?
0: I don't know. Um, it's kind of one of those where I don't care who wins, kind of. Because <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm like, Khabib's sick, man. He His his wrestling is unreal. And Tony Tony's fun to watch. He's a scrapper, you know. Um, I'm not a fan of either. But it's like. If I had to really choose, uh, in my heart, I want uh, Tony to win, but like realistically, I think Khabib wins because, like, man, he's man—he's he ends up mauling people. He's strong, yeah. you know, and in that division. And uh, I know Tony has sick jits, but it's one of those things where, yeah, uh, oh, man, Khabib gets Tanya, He wraps those legs up, man. You're yeah. in for a long night, and uh, unless Tony can keep him away and you know do his awkward striking that he beats everybody with, oh man, I I think Tony wins that way. But it's it'll be a good fight. It'll be it'll be good to see.
1: And I'll ask I'll ask one more. I think I know the answer. Um, Holloway Volkanovski. If that were to happen again, um, obviously I know who you're rooting for. Uh, yeah. Do you think it plays out differently than the first fight?
0: Mm. Nah, I actually think that Volkanovski wins again. Um, Max kind of got, I feel like over the last couple of fights, he got complacent with his style, where he's kind of came out almost the same way against everybody. Um, honestly, in the first fight, I, of course, I wanted Max to win because he's the Hawaii boy. Yeah. But a part of me was rooting for Volkanovski just because it became one of those things where I I became a fan of him too, you know. He and he he's a great he'd, he'd be a great champion for you know years down the road if he can keep winning. Um, because man, the dude's he's unreal too, and he he's fun to watch. So I think second fight, Bokanowski wins again.
1: All right, perfect. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the time, man. And uh, best of luck. I'll keep uh, I'll keep an eye on you, and hopefully you get back in there in June sixth. Appreciate uh, it, bro.
0: Thanks for yeah, having appreciate
1: me. Yeah, appreciate you taking the time. I just got this started a couple weeks ago and had a few UFC fighters, a couple of Bellator fighters. So it means a lot that you took the time.
0: Yeah, sorry about yesterday. I totally spaced on it. Oh <laughs> man, I like, oh, we gotta get this in.
1: But, <laughs> oh man, it's all good. It's all good. We'll There's, do it again uh, sometime.
0: Later.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, maybe after your next fight, I'll uh, I'll reach out again and yeah, all talk right. about your your win, your knock, first round knockout.
0: <laughs> uh, looking forward to that. Hopefully. All right, man. All right, my man. Safe. Yeah,
1: yeah, keep washing your hands.
0: (laughs) Ha, try to. All right, bro. (laughs)